0: It's like no we mean that lovingly <laughs> okay no i know you do <laughs> it's like it's so classic faster mm. faster we're going down on South Park, come on, let's make some time. We're going down on South Park, we'll need your friend to fine. Strap on, those headphones will worm into
1: your brain. Once our lips reveal those tips, you'll never be the same. we going down on South Park, you'll moan until you whine. We're
0: going down on South Park, this is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> host ho, South Parketeers, I'm Sean O'Brien, I'm going down on South Park. I'm sure I'm going down South Park too. I'm Joey Bonier. Shalom, Khaverim. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Going Down on South Park. This episode is entitled Jubilee, episode number 309, first premiered July 28th, 1998. That is almost today. It was yesterday.
1: Mm.
0: It was yesterday. Yeah. Like, like 12 years ago.
1: Joy wanted to record yesterday. No, like 20 years ago. He yeah. always wants to record.
0: I it. want to record every day. That's, oh, my God. Don't we all? No. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> So my phone died. We were just talking about that right before we started recording. So I've written uh, on my page, vamp. <laughs> just vamp. And to be honest, I don't know what that means, actually. What does mm. that mean? Vamping? Vamp, yeah. Yeah, I know what it means. So that means what it means to mean? vampire someone. <laughs> so like when someone's on their period, you just... Yeah, start licking. Got it.
2: Gross, dude. <laughs> Come on, bro. I, de-
0: <laughs> I desire macaroni pictures. Mm. Oh. By the way, just quickly, I do want to I go back to vamping. Eat, there's no <laughs> sure. Okay,
2: I love vamping. It was a term I found out when my guitar teacher taught me. My old Irish. Isn't guitar that called guitar riffing teacher, when you're on the guitar? It's a riff is slightly different, but riffing actually is similar in the sense of comedians riffing. Mm. Uh, vamping is just kind of playing the same couple chords over and over again in the background, very slightly, kind of creating a rhythm. Really, with with, with chords. Oh, that is not what I want to do.
1: Yeah. I want it, to it's riff. like
0: wasting time. You vamp. Oh, I don't want to do that. Well, okay. I was watching uh <laughs> the newsroom. Mm. I was rewatching the newsroom and, and it said Vamp on it. Yeah. And that's what happened. That was a good one. So I just I, I that's why I wrote Vamp. It's like it just came out of my head. It's like West Wing Jr. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh so Sorkin. Mm. I, I love love Sorkin, one of our best Jews. Is this a Sorkin cast? No, but, you know, shout out to Sorkin. If you're like, listening. Like I'd, he I'd,
0: needs the accolades. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the reason this is an unstructured episode is actually more specific than I think everybody realizes. So it is structured? They, no, no, it's, it's designed, <laughs> but it's not structured. Jesus Christ. Um, this was, this was, according to the commentary at least, the last episode that they did right before they went on break. It was the third the part. Movie. They already had the structure for it. They've already known. They knew... Uh, Right before the break, after the mo- the third uh, episode after the, after the movie.
1: Yeah, third episode after the movie. Third episode and after the movie. Last one. Before last the break. one
0: right before the break. Yeah. Right, they're uh, going on their first vacation they for said. in like two and a half years. Um, and so they just kind of went after it, and they had fun. Yeah. They, they didn't really care too much about it. They just wanted to riff and have fun. Um, and yet. It, it, it really is structured because they're natural storytellers, and whatever the characters want is what they're going to try to get done, and then whatever the problems happen, that just is what creates the drama, and it's, it's, it's easier than you think to tell good stories once you've sort of practiced kind of good storytelling for a while. And it didn't take them that long to really structure it. Seasons of D&D. Only took them a whole movie, (laughs) whatever they needed. But exactly, basically in the end. Three
1: seasons of a TV show. Exactly. They're diehard
0: D&D guys. They had been doing this show for, for two and a half years, and they had just done a movie. And really, at its core... They have a couple characters who want some shit, and let's just get it done. Let's I just think, do it.
2: I think in general, most shows get up to their stride in that kind of area yeah, that's towards fair. the end of the second, third season. Yeah, yeah. And I think this was such a watershed moment. I didn't realize how mature and modern this episode was. Like you could put this episode anytime, any time period, it still works. Even yeah. the animation's kind of shitty. Whatever. Um, and even the voiceover,
0: not yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's just, a, it's just a great episode and you're right. It shows the way they can just tell a story by using their gut instincts mm-hmm. and it kind of, and they even said in the commentary, but it's it set forward their their like improvisational style of just setting these quick time limits and then making an episode that quickly. they just work the best when they're just being natural about it. Um, and I, I thought, this, and again, I thought this episode was so funny. I thought the B story, the C story were all funny, like. Like, I just thought, like, the squirts. Like, I could have had a whole episode with the squirts. Well, let's just start you know? there,
0: actually. what? So, so whose story is this? The bears. The bears.
2: Uh, Kyle.
0: Kyle's story. What does Kyle want?
2: You know what? I don't know. I mean, he wants to go to juice scouts but he doesn't want to he doesn't really i mean he wants to he wants to have kenny there to help him i don't know oh, okay. he wants to get yeah. through Jew scouts it's hard to say what does the yeah.
1: bear want mr Fox? <laughs> what
0: does the bear uh, want
1: y- uh the bear wants the uh baby cub to have a good birthday
0: <laughs> so in that's true what that's is true. the now, the more important question though O'Brien, what does moses want moses desires macaroni pictures <laughs> but i think i forgot and uh popcorn necklaces <laughs> <laughs> and like um those Plates with like beans in the middle (laughs) that make noises. (laughs) Paper plate bean shakers. (laughs) Yeah, let us play. Let us place glue on the outside with like glittery stuff and make it uh, sparkly. (laughs) God damn it! I fucking love this episode, man.
1: I think it's the dude with the conch shells episode. Well,
0: (laughs) once again, in a brilliant twist of fate, it is everybody's episode. It it, everybody sort of wants their thing. You can't do that every time. Well, I I don't think it is.
1: What happens when you? call a show by a town yeah kind of it yeah
0: everybody has Uh, their everybody has their wants i mean whose main story is it i mean arguably i would say it's the squirt scouts leader um he's the one who sort of it's not that he ties everyone together it's just that he's the one with the most desired want he wants to what does he want he wants to get his fucking whatever the fuck at the end his chutzpah badge his chutzpah badge thank you i'm sorry come on dude his, that's that's jersey for whatever the correct answer is <laughs> it's like i know it but i'm not telling you just go <laughs> fuck yourself <laughs> that's but work at the but you house. know no also it's 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 kenny's episode because he wants to save the day in a way that's and, true and K-
2: you could definitely i would
0: yeah. i would agree it could be kenny's episode yeah it's just as much kyle's episode because he wants to i, I what does kyle want again Um, well, no, he wants to make Moses proud in a way (laughs) it's the elders episode. Um, they want to, again, make Moses proud or appease Moses, I should say. Um, I, I I don't know whose episode this is. I, and, and that, I like that that question is becoming even personally more and more ambiguous to
1: answer. Yeah.
0: Um, because that's, uh, it, it just goes to show what it's, happens when you name it when you name a show after a town?
1: It's yeah, it's a different type of storytelling. It is a um, uh, an amalgamation. It is a uh, uh, an
0: elevated and an elevated style of storytelling. In
1: a way. Well, yeah, I mean it, it, it's what it's what has allowed them to go on for twenty years mm-hmm. and still be interesting and relevant. Yeah, like you don't have to just center around one character and constantly figure out how to make them relevant. You do have to circulate a theme though. What what are some of the themes of this episode? Um, the abstractness of religious doctrine.
0: Um, I don't know about that. So <laughs> so do you mean from a hysterical standpoint? Because for, in the episode, it's very direct. Like, uh, what Moses wants, and, like, Moses is real. Yeah. Just so we're on the same page. Yeah, just- Oh, yeah, in South Park, like, yeah, certainly. Yeah, in in South Park, all of the religions are correct, except <laughs> of, well, of course the Mormons are the most yeah, correct. The Mormons, yeah, Mormons in the end, but we you know, spoiler alert. <laughs> but no, as far as we're concerned, that no, like Moses is a real Tron character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you can summon him. So how do we resolve that? I mean, what's to resolve? <laughs> you pray. <laughs> <laughs> no, you make macaroni dishes. Exactly. Yeah, you do what he desires. Joey, talk about talk about you scouts. Let's just go there. Yeah, Who's Hyman? Who's Hyman? Okay. What is a Hyman? Hold on. Can I just do, let's break quick, it? before I get to the Jew shit, can I just do can. my regular shit? You can do anything you want. Uh, oh, your favorite, favorite parts and the Well,
2: like I thought there were some interesting moments because they kind of did these South Park tropes. One was the bucket of ex- uh, explanation where they just had one right. dude
0: diarrhea out mm. all this shit. The exposition, yeah. Exposition, sorry, that's the word.
2: It's and a it was, um, it was great. And I loved it here. I love it when they do it anytime in their, in their show. And it was just a South Park-y thing I always love. Uh, I also thought their dramatic pauses were really especially great in this episode. I don't know why yeah. I have noticed it even more, but like their yeah, their natural true. True. rhythm. Just like <laughs> yeah. the way he said, I desire, and then there's like two beats, and then they cut to like two different close ups of the other people. Macaroni pictures. It's just so good. Like the way they, all their timing was just like very natural, yeah. I thought. Uh, anyways, that's all I had to say <laughs> to Jew scouts. That's all I had to say. Uh, I went that. to a lot of Jew camp. I was a Boy Scout. I went to like, you know Shabbatons, which are you know you know weekends
0: in the mountains and the fucking Catskills and the Poconos. Polka- so, hang on, hang on. Is shabbat is like is like a like a vacation ish, or it's like like a rest. Yeah, A Shabbaton Resting? is like you're going
2: somewhere for Shabbos. shabbat. Shabbat. So tons, what's
0: the ton like breakdown of that? It's just
2: like a, a you vac- said a lot of words there, man. Sorry, it's like a vacation getaway for a weekend.
0: No, no, I get that. Well, so the ton, the, I'm trying to break down the actual, I don't, like, word. It's like saying of the,
2: or something, and it's not
0: quite, shout out ton. it's like making
2: a noun out of it, or an extra noun.
0: It's like. Got it, okay. I
2: understand, that, I understand. Like, so it's like, like act, it's like an active, well, it's like an active vacation. So there's Shabbat, which is basically Friday night and Saturday. Yeah, you just fucking and you, rest, you don't get shit. Or you make a, a Shabbaton, which is
1: where you you're going go away go for relax. A
0: weekend. You're not just gonna fucking stay and relax, you're gonna yeah. fucking go relax. Yeah. So, that's a good that's a very good way to The saying.
1: difference between a vacation and a staycation? It's like
0: camp yes, sure. Exactly.
2: You're yeah. supposed to have a staycation every, every weekend. weekend. Yeah, right exactly. On. Except this time you're going to the Exactly.
1: Typically the Poconos. the Poconos.
0: It's like very camping.
1: Right on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like instead of just camping, you're like very camping
1: this mm, time. Is it like lamping?
0: No, no, it's the opposite, actually. Clamping would be the, op- well, anyway, continue.
2: <laughs> I also went to summer camp. I went to Jewish day camp at the JCC in my local Philadelphia JCC.
0: What's JCC?
2: The Jewish Community Center.
0: There is community a lot center, of them. Yeah,
2: you, it's like the Jewish Y, they call them, like the YMCA. Got it. Like, you know, you go there for camp, you, you know, play basketball there, all that shit.
0: So the Jewish Youth Men's Christian League. <laughs> yes, yep. exactly. the association. <laughs> yes, choose for Jesus. Exactly, <laughs> exactly what I saying Anyways, I thought it'd be
2: funny. The anti-Semitic sect. Haman. <laughs> <laughs> we, ex- we accept all types. Okay, sorry. Haman. Huh? Haman is the bad guy from Haman. the story of really the the holiday of Purim, where we. Oh, read, it's a real thing. Yes, he's a real guy. Uh, well, real in our yeah, yeah. in our in the mythology. It's It's one of the Ketuvim, meaning Testament. one of the writings. It's from called Migilat Esther, which the 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 Esther, the Book of Esther, which is what we read on. Yeah, yeah. Pat, on I'm sorry, on. Ah, uh, no, Purim, excuse me. Purim, which is like the Jewish Halloween where we all dress up and get really fucking Wait, Esther drunk. Esther was
1: the first Eve, right?
2: No. Not quite. She's, she was a Jew who kind of married the king and basically persuaded the king who was— Okay, so let me start from the beginning. The king has an evil henchman named Haman. That's when is Haman. this? This is Babylonian times. It's at, so it's okay. like
0: it's after I believe Job.
2: It's <laughs> we're talking like I don't know. If I had to get put a number, or something six hundred BC.
0: Oh yeah, I, I was really he, he meant in the, the yeah. chronology of the Bible. Yeah, Where does yeah. it stand? In oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the,
2: the, it's the, after the, Torah, the five books of Moses, but I don't know when it was written. It's like it's part of what like we call the Tanakh, which is three. Part, oh God, I was getting too ge. Is there
1: a year for Moses? a year yeah like when what were the 40 they, years that Moses was yeah they haven they, they
2: claim it's somewhere around, ra- I'm, I'm gonna guess 800 BC 900 okay. BC uh that's a guess that
1: checks out yeah I mean uh, it
2: might be fi- 600 it mm-hmm. might be five I forget
0: Esther's a rad story though hmm. Esther's fine continue with Esther
2: so Haman was basically She's Steve good comedian, Bannon. too Haman is Steve Bannon and Achashverosh, this king was was Trump and, although and Trump <laughs> although Achashverosh wasn't quite hot. as evil as Trump He's stupid. They're both stupid idiots, and they have this evil henchman. And Haman wants to kill all the Jews. Mm. And Esther supposedly is very. Jewish. It's like a
1: common theme, huh? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be popping up a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, you Esther. guys really know how to piss people <laughs> off, don't you? Yeah.
2: So this is one of, actually this is interesting. This is one of the first Jewish stories of like genocide because it was it was after this is actually the first time that Jews are mentioned in the Bible. Before mm. it was
1: all Hebrews, mm. you know,
2: Israelites, all that. This is the first time it was a Jew. It's interesting. Is
1: there a difference? Does it make a
2: uh, yeah, I guess in some way we're, we're, we're more uh, people of the diaspora and the book and we pray like in synagogues rather than when we were Israelites, we prayed in like the temple and we had like a King of Judah. Huh. Like it, it was like actually like a kingdom of Judah. Like we had a King and it was, you know, King David, if is you will. Is Judah
0: had the same thing as Judea? Ju- like, why is it pronounced that way? Why is there Judea
2: a is the Romanized. Got it. Thank you. Okay. And, which Got is it. the so Roman it's, it's colony.
1: Judah, not Ju- Judea. The kingdom
2: of Judah was what it was called. Judea sure. is the Roman... Name for when they took over. Got like it. Deutschland. Is it? Maybe. Yeah. I guess before it was like.
0: Is
1: Deutschland. Yeah. Like we refuse to call Germany. Autobahn. Is mm. it autobahn? Continue.
2: Speaking of Germans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, people think Heyman has been re. Um, I'm sorry. Re- rejuvenated, not re- reincarnated. Throughout history. That's
1: restored.
0: <laughs> it's a uh, surgery. Excuse me. It's called yoga.
2: And they think Hitler was, was Haman, as well as many other enemies of the Jews. They always mm-hmm. call them Haman. So that's kind of the thing.
0: I like, that's the same well, thing in Christianity, by the way. There's the Antichrist that kind of, like, shows up again yes, and again. It's the same devil, kind of thing.
1: Will, same We're just not as creative well, no, with that's the names.
0: What's, that's what's crazy about it, because it's like it's not necessary. Oh, anyway. Continue. Yeah, they are separate well, things. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, H-
2: Esther, who uh, was supposedly very beautiful, won this, like, beauty pageant. So fucking horrible. <laughs> and then she became the wife of Trump, the king. And basically, she convinced him to save the Jews and kill Haman. And Haman died in the end and blah, 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 blah.
1: Spoiler alert. Yeah,
2: spoiler alert. And, and then they all, you know, rejoice in happiness. But what's interesting is that whenever <laughs> we hear rejoice. the word Haman, they re- they have to read the whole thing, every Purim. And whenever you hear the word Haman, we all have noise noisemakers. Oh. And we have to make huge noisemakers. They call scare them away. like to, like, the, like,
0: the, like the spinny things? Like, yes. <laughs> it
2: goes shh. It's just noise yeah, makers. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Everyone does it when, and the kids fucking love it. You know, yeah. it's, it's how to get the kids into it. You know, they love doing the fucking noise. <laughs> of course, it gets horrible though because the, you know they're walking around it's all like the, the Voo fucking Voo neighborhood Shaila. doing. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> it's the worst. Ugh. Uh, anyway, yeah, children suck. Like dreidels. Dreidels are a shitty invention. Dude. Is bad the worst top. Just Dreadle. call it bad top. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the it's, D&D been, it's been a guy Jewish so, um, one quick story, you were mentioning waste, uh, before oh, geez, we were talking about how much we, we hate waste and Jews have this, well, obviously this reputation for being cheap. <laughs> but the point is at summer camp, where there's this was thing called Teva, which is basically means uh, nature. So it was like nature camp where we go away for a week <laughs> into the nature. And <laughs> every time we ate food, we measured all of the waste. And we, it was called pisolet. That's the Hebrew word for oh, waste. Oh, yeah. And what they would do is they would, every time we would eat, they actually collectively in this cafeteria, we'd measure it and we'd try to get Fs, which is called zero. Every time we would say every, we, I know every meal, we, we would so sing uh, Fs, Fs, pisolet to the tune of We Will Rock You.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fs,
0: pisolet. Jeez. That's exactly right. Wow. That's very, really funny. Very nice person. That's <laughs> that's pronunciation. Weird.
2: Thank you. I told you, you're a great Jew.
0: Thank you. I try my best.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the point is, that's crazy that it was drilled into us, not to waste anything as a very young child. Uh, anyway, that was just a fun story. And that was Jew Camp, but not quite Jubilee.
0: So wait, how far away did you go for like Jubilee? Uh, we would drive up to the Poconos, which is <laughs> <the> Poconos, who <home. laughs> Kelly and I watched the keepers recently. And like that fucking South Jersey, Uh-oh. like Baltimore, Oh, it's kind of <laughs> all I that think, fucking yeah. shit. <laughs> I, I hate it, but that's how I it's, t-
2: it's hard. I know. I get it. It's you like, have no idea how long it took me to not say water. It, it was, yeah, long- I have to wow. start saying I had water as soon as I came here. I still, I still say coffee. That's okay. you
0: I'm, know, but yeah, I get my balls busted. Dogs, a lot.
1: daughters, no big wolf. <laughs> I get my balls Dugs. busted a lot. Yeah, I
0: see what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, have you guys ever That's seen amazing. or heard of, of a movie called The Wrong Guys?
0: Yeah, yeah of course. I
1: have not. Mm. Starring cool. Louis Anderson? Yeah. Right Jesus on. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This, this uh, episode just always reminds me of that. And this this movie just has a magnificent cast. It was... Uh, oh, is it similar?
0: It? I've never seen it, but I oh, don't right. well.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's from 1988. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it, it's just about Boy Scouts getting uh, lost in the woods and getting hunted uh, by right, Oh, right, 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 right,
0: right, right. <laughs> <John Goodman. laughs>
1: it's just the real life John Goodman. Played
2: uh, by John Goodman. Louis yeah. Anderson. Louis
1: Jesus Anderson, Christ. Richard Lewis, Richard Belzer. Wow. Uh, I'm into I'm it.
0: Richard I'm into it.
1: John Lewis and Goodman, Belzer? Ernie Hudson. Oh, my God, I'm in. Timothy Patent. Is Ice it's Cube a- in it though? Because I feel like they'd solve the crime a lot. I think eighty eight is pre Cube screen days. I ice T, think- fuck, not Ice Cube. Ice T, still pre-cu- pre pre T. Yeah, that's just that's cop
0: killer days. Yeah. I want I want a T shirt by the way with like like a cup with Ice T's faces face in it and a bunch of square Ice Cube faces on the top of it. Hmm.
2: I want to. Oh, okay. I have a good one, but this is going to sound bad. I want.
1: That's late. That's way too late. Your
0: face was enough. And the audience knew. They knew. I just, they knew what I did. They knew what they did. They they everybody it, the it was fine. Okay. It was fine. You like you now I'm sympathetic. Do you I've want got, that? But, yeah. Do you want them to love me again? Is that what you want?
1: You know. Sometimes they hurt, sometimes they help. <laughs> I feel like that's a
0: song that I want to keep singing. <laughs> I don't know how the rest of it goes, but mm. anyway. Uh Hava. did Miguel you guys Hava.
2: did you guys notice the soundtrack had a lot of clarinets? A lot
0: I did. I, I that <laughs> one. That one song. When what's his name? The fucking uh, the the squirt scout uh, ticket ticket <laughs> ticket booth guy. Yeah. Ticket booth guy. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> is the clarinet specifically? It's 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 similar to Yes, it's it's Jewy. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's got totally. cle- it's like really? klezmer music kind huh. of style. Klezmer. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. Uh, it's it's obviously Matt Stone, you know, news is shit, or at least was raised Jewy, which is funny, and and he you know made fun of it well. Like the Mashugana Hall, that was all nice. So these like little asides to the Jewish audience. You know, you all we liked it. Half of the shit, by the way, was real. Like so, like half of it was Hebrew, and the other half was like Hebrew Yiddish gibberish. Oh, that's mm. funny. So like, so, like some words made sense, but then the half of them didn't. It was just wonderful. So
1: you think it was like just kind of what they remember?
2: Yes. Do you have a specific <laughs> example of that? It was like uh, one was he said. Um, like Ben David Menshtud, which is like like the son of David, and then just gibberish Ben Stude, which is like <laughs> sounds like Yiddish, like German or something. And he kept saying Stude, 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 the Haman dude. It was
0: just, uh, it was amazing. That's funny, man. Um, well, I, I don't really have a culturally relevant question to this. Oh, I do, actually. Go ahead. The Righteous Gentile. Uh, this is actually something I can
2: speak to. Uh, you guys are always familiar with Schindler's List, right? Like, the when ultimate the righteous Gentile. Uh, Jews go out of their way to uh, obsess over righteous Gentiles. They weren't joking at how they, like, drinking, celebrate and give popcorn necklaces to Kenny. Like, there's a whole... Oh, I like it. There's, the like, literal, there's the literally the a road time. in Yad Vashem, which is the Holocaust Museum in Jerusalem, man. where they call the Righteous Gentile like walkway, where everyone has... Tree. And you get like a tree planted know, in this really important I walkway. Just, and like everyone looks at it. It's a big deal. Like is this like, like a, a sainthood sort of thing? No, it's just it's, it's, it's usually Gentiles who've saved Jews. Mostly during the Holocaust, but uh Schindler is one, for instance. And Kenny would be another. <laughs> uh,
1: like just good dudes we should remember.
2: Yeah, yeah, good Gentiles, that's all. You know, non-Jews who have uh, done done well by the Jewish people. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. <laughs> Friend of the tribe. <laughs> Friends of the tribe. Friend of the tribe. Yeah. End of the tribe. So I thought that was fine. And and um, uh, shout out to the king of Denmark <laughs> in 1941 <laughs> for saving all your Jews. Yeah, righteous Gentile. Doesn't get enough credit. <laughs>
0: is there a question? Is there a philosophical question you have for this episode?
2: Um, if you're witnessing a genocide or something <laughs> like
0: that. Stop! What is your responsibility <laughs> to
2: stop it? Well, uh, Maybe, well, I, or something along those lines. I mean, I, <sighs> let's say you're... I don't know how that's. Let's say you're to this a gent. No, it's Kenny. Let's say you're Kenny. Okay. Uh, are, are you willing to sacrifice yourself to save
0: the Jews? Oh, so got it. Well, well, to kill Haman. I guess. Yeah, that's what's crazy about it is that. Okay, I see. So in a, in a deeper level, Haman is the kind of representation, the symbolic level Correct. of like, hey, let's fucking kill all the Jews. Exactly. Basically, I understand. Got it. So so w- so, what is the moral obligation of sacrificing yourself in this kind of the righteous gentile way? um i mean i i, I, I a, yeah sure you're not sure you don't know man i said yeah sure He's you'll cool. you'll sacrifice yeah, sure. yourself is it just because you want like you want your name in the walkway is that why? i want a tree. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you just yeah. wants a tree you'll get a tree <laughs> i'll, I'll <laughs> plant a tree for you. you don't have to kill yourself i'll just plant a tree for you uh no i mean if i was like if i was sure that my death could stop a genocide yeah of course yeah me too yeah, that's that's a pretty good... But, I, but
0: do you have an ob, But Do you think most yeah, people... Do you have an add? obligation? No. But Sean, let's say you're living in... Uh... You don't have an obligation. I don't think so. Why not?
1: I don't think you have an obligation to give up your life for anyone else's or any number of others.
0: Well, okay, so obligation,
1: sure. Yeah. Now we can kind of break that down.
0: Um, <sighs>
1: <laughs> Is it the right thing to do? Are you a douchebag if you don't? That's sure. Kind of, that's, <laughs> it depends <laughs> the underlying...
0: Not douchebag,
1: but... but, do you, but can you live with yourself afterwards? Probably no, not, not. Not even that.
0: Not even that, because most people can,
1: actually. Well, it wouldn't even you matter. you can. It would just be, yeah. I mean.
0: No, you, 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 by definition, have to, actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're yeah, going to yeah. fucking, yeah. if you're like, no, fuck <laughs> it, I'm going to live. I'm going to let a whole generation <laughs> exactly. of people die. Yeah. You, just better who they <laughs> are. you better fucking live, motherfucker. You better be you better at Disney fucking, World every fucking day. You better day. fucking go to Wally World. <laughs> no. You better fucking make Disney World Wally World. That's how good you better fucking, that's how no. good a life you better have. I
1: mostly went to Argentina. Mm. <laughs> they got a Disney Argentina, right? I don't know about that. I don't <laughs> I think, think so. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: um, Maybe a six
1: flags. D- Disney would accept them.
0: Well, we're down to our Jeremy Bentham. We're down to our pure Jeremy Bentham utilitarian. And Ford. Um, as far as how much good versus the Jeremy you know, Bentham What the fuck did you just say? I've referenced this many times. Uh utilitarianism. You you're 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 not even a utilitarianist, but like as it, it's literally a calculus as far as measuring um, the the, the the most pleasure, and the pleasure versus pain oh, okay. that comes out of any moral decision that names. you make. Jeremy Bentham is the philosopher who kind of... Yeah, I'm never going to remember
1: that. I'm going to ask you every time. Okay, no problem.
0: <laughs> it's fine. He, he broke down a, a sort of vague calculus as far as pleasure, pleasure versus pain. Right on. And, you know, wherever you side in that, wherever the ultimate decision lands, if there is more pleasure output than pain output... Um, you know perceived at least or or measurable in some capacity yeah. and more importantly from you know uh subsequent philosophers predictable because that's the real problem yeah, like yeah. you can't predict the future totally. so there's no way you know, that goes back to our saving hitler
1: yeah uh, you know argument probability versus possibility
0: right so so exactly so so again speeding versus stealing a stick of gum yeah.
1: <laughs> you're still a douche for thievery precisely
0: um yeah, I would say I would I, I I don't have time to go into it now, but I would say you do have moral obligation
1: to sacrifice yourself to sacrifice for the yourself good. to
0: save a generation. Uh, I wouldn't say the greater good, but I would say a generation of people. It's you would have a, you you are you, you might be you would be morally justified in choosing to not do so. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you don't have a moral obligation to sacrifice yourself to do it. It's a very weird yeah. blend, which basically you know is is it's I'm squarely. The fence is protruding right up my ass. proboscis yeah, yeah. at all points and times. We
1: Think, still don't yeah. agree on what morality is. So, I mean, that's a whole nother, like, five episodes.
0: Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> Wrong <laughs> is
1: Immobilize and attack. That was our final rhyme. That
0: Remember to follow us at Paula Tinkering on the Twitters there. You can also follow Joe Bonnier at, uh, at joebaniere.com.
1: J-O-E-B-O-N-I-E-R.
0: You can also follow uh, Sean at text before calling. That's a B, the number, and a 4, the letter. Mm-hmm. And... um todaraba. <laughs> todaraba. Mazel tov. Gracias. <laughs> well, I am. Adios. <laughs>